This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bear Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to bearfruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 25. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I am the creator of Bear Fruit, and I am here with my co-host, happy to see him, ready to get into the show, Adam Jawbone Tetris. Jawbone Tetris, it's me. That's me. Is it because of my jaw? Is it because of the structure of my face? Yeah, because you got the... Uh, or is it because of the thing that I'm wearing on my wrist? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got the Commissioner Gordon mustache in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it accentuates the jawbone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I just felt like the right thing to do, like always. I just go with my heart. I like that you go with your heart. You know? Let me tell you a quick story about jawbone. Okay. I had a jawbone up. You know that smart band? Mm-hmm. I went to a wedding this past weekend on Saturday out in Milton, Pennsylvania. Okay. It, like East Jibib. Never been out there in my life. And I went skinny dipping. All right. And I lost my information. Yeah. Okay. So this is a lot to begin with, but this is true. And I lost my jawbone up. (laughs) So it's gone. What do you mean? So like I'm I'm in, in a river, like (laughs) with the, with the jawbone on. Yeah. With the jawbone, I was wearing the jawbone. So you weren't fully skinny dipping. You actually had the jawbone. Yeah. I also have my like man thing necklace on too. So, okay. So, you know, this wasn't, you know what? Let me just restart. I lied to everybody. Yeah. I wasn't fully skinny dipping. Right. I was wearing a necklace and a bracelet. So that doesn't really, does that count internet? Let, let no. us know. The point is, is I lost my John bone and you bring this up now and I'm just feeling like I, I, I miss that John bone. I have yeah. a Fitbit now. Yeah. It's, it's Fitbit. I know you're listening. Thank you for the five. We appreciate uh, that. Stars and positive we appreciate comment. That. However, I miss my John bone mm. to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. But this is the Fitbit flex because I'm flexing on him. That's why I got Ooh, the flex. Okay. Yeah. I see you switched it up on him. Yeah. How you doing, man? How's your week coming? Week's going well. Yeah. Um, things are going well with bare fruit. Yeah. Uh, we have our flip flops up, our slides. I love the slides. The black ones with the blue Baxter. Yeah. yeah got the OG Baxter love ones. Got them. the Baxter by Andy Gellenberg ones. So pre-order ends tomorrow on the 16th. So you can grab those yeah. at discounted price because the price is going to go up. Why the slides? I got to ask, like, you know, is it, do you rock the slides? Well, I'm not a person who does the thong sandals because truthfully, my chiropractor, not one I never was. And that's two, more of a Cisco thing, you'd say? I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's how he gets down the whole song he did. Yeah. Maybe that's the direction he wants <laughs> to go about in. about footwear? Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what it's really about. Yeah. We yeah. had it all wrong. That's right. Um, we had it wrong. We're wrong, wrong, wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I just never really did the thong sandals. And my chiropractor told me that that's bad for you. Huh. Like thong sandals are bad for the arches of your feet because you have to, your toes have to keep grabbing 
the shoe because oh. it's not going to stay on. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, so I it's little stuff that you don't know. So slides are also slides of the move. Yeah. It's I just know. the thing. Yeah. They're, they're in. I don't have a pair of slides, but I think I need an actual pair of slides. There you go. And it'd be funny because I'm going to be wearing my new Baxter, uh, uh, what, tank yes. that I ordered and my slides. I'm just going to be like branded, all well and branded. That's what I like, like to hear. What up, world? Barefruit presents. There we Adam go. John Bone Tetris. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. That's me rolling out of my apartment on Broad Street. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what the people wanted. Well, thank you for outfitting my life. Hey, no problem, man. I'm, I'm here. For, I'm here for you. Um, and thank you guys for tuning into the show every week. We really appreciate you guys. We joke about um, the five stars and the positive comment, but we really do appreciate that. It's no joke. It's no laughing matter. We mm-hmm. appreciate that a lot. In fact, yeah. Um, and also, just so you know, this podcast is brought to you by Barefoot. That's who pays the bills around these parts, okay? You know what I mean? So buy some stuff. But seriously, folks, don't really buy it. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole message. No, no, yeah. But um, if that's not one of your campaigns, by the way, no, really buy it. No. Then it it ought to be. Yeah. Buy it. So. (laughs) No, but seriously, podcast brought to you by Barefruit. Go to barefruit.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Check out Bear Fruit on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat at B3ARFRUIT. Um, and do leave us five stars and a positive comment if you're enjoying the podcast. Yeah. And please recommend this to someone else at, at somebody. We're trying to get our Instagram a little more active. Um, today I posted up what the books of the week are going to be and honorable mention book. And I'm going to mm-hmm. try, we're going to try to do that on a regular basis just so you guys can have some way to at people share with folks and just have another place of connectivity. And thank you for sharing the show. Uh, we got, someone tweeted at us that they had effectively introduced our show mm-hmm. to another. That's podcast. what I like to hear. Uh, which oh is, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Fan bros show. Oh, first of all, Number one, yeah. shout out to Fan Bros. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Tatiana King. Shout out to Chico Leo. Thank because when we first started Combo Junto, I emailed them and asked them for some feedback, and they gave me feedback. Like they took yeah. the time to shoot me an email back. Oh. Um, shout out to DJ Ben Hameen. Yeah, who's like those are the guys who run that show. That's so, really legit. Now, I, yeah. didn't, I did not know that. Yeah. OGs, they've been around for years, and you know, for some of those guys to take a moment to list, actually listen to an episode and go, "All right, yeah. young boy, here's some feedback." Yeah. Like they don't have to do that. No. So I appreciate them. And someone even putting us in the same conversation and saying, Hey, you guys need to know each other. That just goes, no, I mean, for real, that just goes to show if you listen to them and listen to us and you felt like introducing us to each other, that shows in your mind as a listener, we're at least in the same conversation. I'm I'm laughing because the person who orchestrated this is uh, the the username is poor people's pod. Mm -hmm. And the name attached to his account is Lord Pennyless. I'm like, we're trying to come out here and Instead of Lord Finesse, free, Lord Penniness. Lord Penniless. We're trying to give you that free content, son. Uh, we're trying to give you that free content. So go to Bear Fruit and buy some stuff. <laughs> so buy some stuff. But I, I I love the the structure of this tweet uh, in which Lord Penniless himself says, Comic Book Junto, meet Fanbro Show. <laughs> Fanbro Show, meet Comic Book Junto. You have a lot to discuss. I, I like that. I think we, we got set up. We, mm-hmm. It was like we got set up on a date right there. Well, I appreciate. I just appreciate it. Yeah. So I got some. Um, I actually got some new reviews here oh. on um, iTunes. And I want to read some of those off right quick. Mm-hmm. So let me see what we got here. Um, so 
Man, this is a long one. All right, so let's go for it. Uh, this is from Jay Rocca. Uh, this is how it is. So I've been in in on uh, I've been in on this comic book jam since BVS came out. I like the thoughts that are shared, but mostly how they are shared. This is the show I wish I created. It is what I want to hear. To be honest, I have not even brown bagged for a little bit, but this barefoot community potential has me excited. Yeah, and. and I am on. I am back in. I think he's saying I'm. I'm back in. I don't know. I've been digging this digging this podcast back issue been for and fell in love. This is my go to show for some work ear, workforce earflow. You know, comics is about sharing. Right, right now I have Black Panther my pull list. I never gave it a second thought. That is how comics should work. Trying out arcs to see where I need to park it for a bit. Octavius and Adam are my new friends, and I haven't ever met them. Thanks, guys, for uh, celebrating geek culture by flipping the perception and making it thoughtful. If you have friends that love comic comics or at least curious on the culture, you need to pass this show on to the homies. Yo! Hey! Yeah! I like that. Yeah! I like, I like, uh, yeah. Adam and Octavius are my new friends. I have never met them. Yeah! <laughs> That's what's up. Thanks for the five stars and a positive comment. What it was, uh, uh, you know, this is a missed opportunity now that I say it right now, but uh, I think June 8th was National Best Friend Day. Mm. I feel like I, I should have tweeted something out. Every, well, that was on June, that was on June 8th. That was on June 8th? Yeah. Oh, okay. So everybody who listens to the show leaves a review, enjoys this. You're my best friend. Have, I'm just going to retcon right now i did say that you were my best friend on the eighth that's retcon so happy national best friend day to you in the past from your best friend there you go adam john bone tetris adam john bone tetris <laughs> yeah so for real please keep the five star uh ratings coming it helps us get higher and higher um on the um uh, what's it called? The iTunes um, New and Noteworthy. Yeah, New and, and Noteworthy. It helps us expand our reach and helps the brand get bigger. And we can keep bringing you the show. Also, I know this is already in. Um, you're listening to this in the future, but well, you know what? The time's already passed, so I'm just gonna say it. But it's a little deep. Yeah. So, <laughs> but um, New York Comic Con, yeah. the fan verification. It was today on the 15th at 2 p.m. Adam and I are really trying to get tickets. We already did the fan verification, so. Yeah. I don't even know why I'm bringing this up because if you haven't done it already, I'm just reminding you that you're not going. Well, if anything, we hope that you did it and yes. we hope to see you there. Yeah. So if, in fact, you were going to Comic-Con, you did the van, ver- van verification and you do indeed get tickets, may hit us up. Send us a tweet. Maybe yeah. we can meet up. It'd be cool. Yeah. We're going to... We're, we're- we're going to try to do something. First of all, we're going to try to get tickets. Number one. Yeah. Number two, that's number one. And number two, um, if people come out that listen to the show, it would be cool to do something. We'll just hold a panel until they tell us to disband. I'm going to need you guys to get out. (laughs) We're going to need you to get out. Really? Cause I thought this Panera bread was a safe space. And we just do this wherever we wanted. Right. Okay. That sign that says theater a, this is a Panera bread. You can't just put signs on other people's businesses. (laughs) Right. That don't work. Comic Book Junto live. Okay. All right. We just take over a whole Starbucks. Guys, you guys are going to have to leave. <laughs> Get this equipment out of here, too, while you're at it. Yeah. People can't even put their cups down. What is this? Hey, man, this is what the people want. But no, but seriously, yeah, we want to wanna try to do something at New York Comic Con. So, Speaking of Comic Con, I want to bring up an event that is happening right now. Mm-hmm. In fact, and this is probably going to kick off our news a little bit different from what we normally do, but we're going to fix on games to begin. Because as you know, I hope you know, most of us know, E3 is taking place yeah. at this moment. Yes. 
And it's crazy. E3 is so damn exciting to me. E3 is like a week of Christmas. And really? I, I, don't, I haven't even gotten any of these games yet. I'm just excited to hear about them. And I used to work for a gaming company, a little mm-hmm. company called Screw Attack. Mm-hmm. I was really, really into gaming for a very long time. I still am. So E3 yeah. is very special. So I'm excited to integrate it into the show. Yeah. And uh, you've been keeping up with a little bit of it. You've been sending me links. Yes. To things that you think are lit. Yes. What what's your, what's your takeaway? Um, so first of all, I'm a fan of geek culture, period, and pop culture, mm-hmm. and that's all mixed in with all kinds of stuff. Everything from comics. Remember, it used to be comic cards yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Oh and video my god, games I had so many comic sneakers cards. and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. everything that's kind of wrapped into this, yeah. I'm into it. So. But when it came to video games, it's something that I kind of do here and there. I don't just sit in front of the, the console and play, 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 play. Yeah, sure. I, what I do is when something comes out that I'm really excited about, I'm locked in yeah. for that thing. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of fade away for a while. So E3 is something I always peek in on. But yo, one of my favorite games ever. I would say, yeah. One, well, one of my favorite games ever is the God of War series. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, I loved the God of War series. And Sony announced the new God of War. Yes. Yeah. Because I had a PS2, mm-hmm. right? And then I went and I got an Xbox. So when I got an X, you know, I'm kind of just my console history. When I got an Xbox, I, or was it X, Xbox 360? Yeah. I couldn't play the God of War games. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I told myself when the new console comes out, I am getting a PS4 because there's never any games that... I'm, I, there's never any games that I want to play that are exclusive to Xbox. Yeah. The games that I want to play that are exclusive are always the ones for PS, uh, PlayStation, Uncharted, and all that kind of stuff. That's right. So yeah. when I saw all this PlayStation stuff, I was so... I'm like, I'm so glad I got a PS4. I'm on the opposite side right now where I'm seeing all of these very, very dope PlayStation See? 4 exclusives. See? And I'm thinking, well, I went X-Bone. I'm, I called the X-Bone, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went X-Bone because all my friends and I... We talked we, about this. We all play Halo. Yeah. We play a lot of Halo. We love, we play a lot of uh, multiplayer games mm-hmm. on Xbox Live. I'm really into that. And now we've grown apart. This is the way that we keep in touch. Right. It's very important to me. But I'm watching E3 this year, and I'm like, dog, uh, 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 the new Last Guardian game, which is finally coming out, um, God of War, God Hideo of War. Kojima's new game, mm-hmm. Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, th- there's so much stuff. The Spider-Man game? Is that, isn't that PlayStation, PlayStation only? PlayStation exclusive. Isn't that Batman Arkham? Batman VR? Arkham VR, John? Is that PlayStation exclusive? Yeah, there's so many Is that PlayStation exclusive? I, I don't know if it is exclusive or not, but it, it, it may well be. <laughs> it may well be. Yo, man, I, I was like... I, I haven't spent a lot of money on games. Like, I'll buy a game here. Of course, I always get all the Arkham games. Like, yeah. that's, you know, I always get the Call of Duties. Yeah. Because those are good, like, you know, hang out. People come over. You want to kill some people. That's, that's what we say. You want to kill some people? Yeah. So, when we hop on, you know, PlayStation and yeah. we hit the, uh, got the, um, not God of War. Uh, Call, of Duty. Call of Duty. They announced a new Call of Duty, Infinite War. Yeah. They, there's so much stuff this year. It's so good. Yeah. But also, like, my wallet is weeping. I can hear it in my back pocket. Like, don't do this to no, me. Shush, 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 shush. Just don't let me watch this, me. this. Let me watch this trailer real quick. Adam, don't do this to me! <laughs> yeah, because every investment, every, Adam! every two and a half minute investment Adam! I have on my computer is a $60. We've come so far, Adam! 
Um, this it, don't it, turn back now. A lot of these games are coming out in the fall, and I'm I'm gonna be plunking down some cash. Don't you want to get married someday? <laughs> no, it's just like what about what about your children? Long term investments. I'm like yeah, well, hopefully these games are backwards compatible, so I can play them oh, with my kids. I heard some. I heard some. I don't have any kids. I heard some rumors about the possibility of maybe there being some cross console, you know, in, not improvements, but developments in okay. the future. Okay, so that's actually a really big thing that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. E3 every year always has a thing. It's like E3 one year will be the announcement of new consoles, where E3 one year will be new peripherals when VR is being introduced, or HoloLens from Microsoft. There's always mm-hmm. this thing you can say, oh yeah, it was the year of that. Yeah. This year is really weird, because this year is the year where consoles are announcing new versions of the exact same console that are better. Yeah. So Xbox is getting the Xbox S, which is a more slim model, and it's faster and nicer and quieter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's also getting Project Scorpio, which has tons more hard drive space, six teraflops. Dude, I had to look online to figure out what a teraflop is. I feel like you just made those words up. Teraflop. Teraflop. That sounds like something that they say in like sci-fi movies to just communicate. Yeah. We're really, really <laughs> yeah, far right. in the future. Yeah. And this is really, really big. It's so big. It's a word that we don't really use in real life. Justin, to... can we go faster than light? Yes, of course. We have 26 teraflops. Like, 26 teraflops? Dude, you, know that's, you know that's not a thing though, right? That's what I would say to the cat. You know that's not a thing though, right? But now. <laughs> yeah, and this is the thing. Teraflops. Yeah. It's a measurement of 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 space, mm-hmm. of 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 power. It makes and me think about pancake pancakes. Pancakes? Like teraflop. Project Scorpio is gonna have 26 pancakes, dude. Yes. I can't even I don't even know how to get behind this. So every time you turn the game on, it comes when it when it actually like powers up. Yeah. Somehow it materializes pancakes like you're on the starship enterprise yeah yeah well vr is the new thing it's just every single game is going to uh uh, smell like syrup Mm. every game which is going to be be like what's what's the what's the movie experience again though like 4dx or whatever the hell for batman v superman right yeah everything's getting in the smell of vision right perfect (laughs) but playstation has uh, a new better version of its own hardware coming nintendo is holding out they they haven't made an announcement yet but they I have need new n- stuff i need nintendo coming. to to like what's going on they they showed footage of the new legend of zelda mm-hmm. i'm flipping out over the new legend of zelda so i love legend of zelda and, and uh what is it um breath of the wild legend of zelda breath of the wild looks beautiful so from what you've seen yeah on E3, what are what's on your list of? I'm totally getting this. Shut up, wallet. I run this. Well, first and foremost, a PS4. Um, I, oh, really? I have to get a PS4. Okay. And and now I need to figure out. I tried what, internet. Let the let the record show. I tried to tell this guy. That is true. That's that like, is 100. I was like, true. don't do this. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know. But I now I need to figure out. I have to do this little dance where I do I get the PlayStation 4 when the price drops on the old model, or do I splurge? And get the new model when that gets announced. I mean, which I'm all, is probably going to happen in November. I'm always the guy who gets the newer to waits to get the newer thing. The new thing. I do the same thing with iPhones. Yeah. Like I never get the S. Yeah. I always get the next number. Yeah. You know, because the S is always just like a slight variation of the you know the one yeah. they just had. That's right. Yeah. And it seems like historically where all the big 
innovate big changes come with the new number. That's right. So yeah. I, if I was you, I would wait. Yeah. Oh man, that's a whole nother thing. Apple had their conference. Oh yeah. WWDC. That's true. Yo, there was a lot. A lot. iOS 10. iOS 10 and message Messages? animations. I like it. It's basically <laughs> Snapchat. It's basically Snapchat on your phone. <laughs> I was watching the conference and they're talking about the invisible ink, John. And that it's was just like, dope. if you want to show a photo to somebody, but you don't want other people to see it. And the it's guy like, talking, he's like, I'm a little worried about what, what this photo is. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a family. Like you get the, like you actually kind of like create suspense if you want to. Yeah. You can make the words small to kind of represent quiet moment. The slams, like uh-huh. the, I think, you know, it, the, the one thing about Apple that we've seen is like, now, a lot of people have complaints about, oh, well, so-and-so did it first. It is not about who does it first. It's about so who, who does, does it the best. best. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, oh, so what games are you going to get? You didn't say. Okay. Short list. So PlayStation 4 is now on my radar because of Insomni- Insomniac's Spider-Man game. Insomniac did the infamous games and they were super, super crazy yes, good. Yes. Ratchet and Clank and uh, Spyro and those joints. Uh, they're doing... Um, and they did Resistance, I think. They're doing the Spider-Man game, and it looks unbelievable. Yes, it does. I mean, like, looks unbelievable. The new suit is so cool. I don't like the new suit. You don't like it? You don't like, I don't the, like white the white spider? I don't like the white. I, it looks like clothing to me. It looks kind of cool. I, I just dig it. I like it. I'm not mad at the, with the how the game looks. I just don't like the white in the suit. Okay, I feel you. Uh, I'm excited for that game, the new God of War. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Battlefield 1, because it's in World War One. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Titanfall 2, I really love that on the X-Bone. Death Stranding is very confusing to me. Why is Norman Reedus everywhere? Because. Why? I just answered you. Okay. <laughs> Halo Wars 2, Skyrim is getting remade. You're getting all these? Dude, I'm telling you, this is this is so exciting. Are you going to do comic book junto the anymore? Game, I'm, I'm broke, dog. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. Are you going to quit the show and play video games? Yeah, I'm, we, we're just going to have to do a gaming thing. I'm going to have to validate it. Be okay. like, well, I guess we have a gaming corner now. Right. Where I talk about the games that I haven't beaten yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, How you hey, doing that? just update on the new God of War. It's hard. Anyway, John comic hard. book news. John Hard. Yeah. Last, the, the one that I'm most excited about is the one that I've been excited about for, I think, four or five E3s now, which, which is, is The Last Guardian. Mm-hmm. I think that got announced in 2008. I don't know anything about that. Actually, come, come to think of it. That's from uh, Sony and Team Ico. They made a game called Ico and Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus on the PS2 is one of my favorite games of all time. Okay. And The Last Guardian has been announced and in development for it feels like a millennia. I cannot wait until this game comes out. PS4 exclusive. And uh, of course, I would be remiss to share this list with you without mentioning the most important game showed at E3. Okay. Kanye West's Ugh. only one. Yeah. The iPhone game or mobile phone game. We've I guess, seen this already. That we saw announced uh, several times over. Yeah. During the Play it again. Pablo stream. Yeah. Hey y'all, want to see that again? No. Okay, play play that again. I'm not I'm not moved. All right, so that's officially coming out. That's that's how. I, mean, I, I I believed him the first time for sure. Yeah, but like I don't. There's nothing about that that really moved me. <laughs> no disrespect, but yeah. it's not. It didn't. It like I, when you look when you're looking at God of War. Yeah. It's a different. It's different. When you're it's looking different. at the Spider-Man game, when you're hearing about Batman Arkham VR, it's the, the, yeah. But this is apples and this is Injustice apples. Two. I mean, it's like I'm not. 
Apples and Yeezus, man, incomparable. Wow. Yeah, you can't compare them. Right. Apples and Yeezus. Well, the games that I really want to get, the Spider-Man game, Batman Arkham VR, God of War, Injustice 2, um, the new Call of Duty, uh, and I think I really want to do, what's uh, Death, Death Stranding? Death Stranding. Even though I've seen no gameplay. And this is coming Oh, from what's the other, what's the Kojima. zombie one? Uh, Resident Evil 7. No, no, no. There's a, there's a new one. Dead Rising? Is that? Dead Rising was an Xbox One with Frank West and the mall, and that's coming out. Dead Rising 4. Mm, I forget what it is. Uh, yeah. The internet will probably correct Zom- me. But there's a new one the where they show this gameplay where this guy's basically running around shooting hordes of World War Z type zombies. Yeah. Is, did you see that video? Yeah, it sounds like Dead Rising. Okay. Yeah, with the Willamette Mall and that sort of thing. I loved Dead Rising. Although the sequels haven't been that great. You know, my my one concern here, just to put a cap on some things, I'm going to be spending a lot of money on new technology. VR seems to be the thing. Oh, yeah. I've never used an Oculus. I've never used a Vive. I get motion sickness. So now I'm thinking... Well, I have glasses, yeah. so I don't know how it's going to work. The same. Yeah, you and I both. We both wear specs. I don't know how I'm going to play Arkham VR. I'm going to figure it out. Comfortably. How does that game work? I don't know. I don't know. I know somebody actually did the demo yeah. and they were, you know, raving about it. And this is coming from the same company that did Arkham Rocksteady. Yeah, it's from Rocksteady. They did most of the Arkham games. Mm-hmm. Uh, most recently, Arkham Knight, which was so damn good. Yes. So that's exciting. E3 is big. And I, when I say I follow this, I mean, like, this is, this becomes the. You follow only like thing. WrestleMania. This is very important to me. I like it. It's exciting. I've never been to E3. I've always wanted to go. Yeah, maybe we can try to figure out next year. Yeah, yeah, one of these years, definitely. But that's that's a lot of news in a, a small amount of time. So that's uh that's our very very fast E3 recap. Fast 24, 25 minutes. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> it felt quick to me. Yes, it felt quick to me. But you know, we spent the beginning part telling everybody to go buy stuff from barefoot.com. That is true. So moving on to more news, um, those of you youngsters out there might mm. not know about Transformers, the movie, mm-hmm. but it came out about 30 years ago. 1987. Yep. Yeah. So uh, next year will be 30 years for that movie. And what they're going to do now is they're going to put the Transformers movie out um, with a 30th anniversary Blu-ray and DVD um, special edition. That's right. So here's a little uh, little bit of what it says. Um, in honor of the 30th anniversary of Transformers, the movie, this beloved animated feature will be newly remastered and transformed into HD from the original animated fe- uh, uh, original 35 mil millimeter elements. The full range of bonus content and collectible packaging are currently in development. Yes. How do you feel about that, Adam? I am incredibly excited. The, the Transformers animated movie with Unicron is one of my favorites. I love Transformers. I love how crazy this movie is. I had Dinobots. It had Weird Al on the soundtrack for some reason. Dare to be Stupid was one of the, the, the numbers. Uh, Eric Idle from Monty Python. Orson Welles. Like, we're talking Citizen Kane and War of the Worlds, mm-hmm. the radio show. Orson Welles' last thing he did before he died was the voice of Unicron. Hmm. What? <laughs> I love this movie so much. And I have that 20th anniversary DVD. Yeah. And it has this, like, pop-up video. Remember pop-up video? Tell me more. Pop-up video was uh, on VH1, and you'd watch music videos. Oh, little- and it would have, like, little... 
Yeah. And it, had, it shows some trivia or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it has this pop-up video, like, uh, special feature on the 20th anniversary, mm-hmm. John. And in one of them, it says, <laughs> take a look in the background. All of these robots, these Dinobots died like two scenes ago, but because they couldn't figure out the budget for animation, they just had to bring those robots back. Wow. So it's really fun stuff. So it's like director commentary, director commentary. I like director commentary. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. So I'm, I'm excited for this and I will actually legitimately buy this on, on Blu-ray. I would definitely do that. It's fun. It's a fun movie. This is the movie when Optimus Prime. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me finish (laughs) when he becomes a semi. Wait a minute. Like he, you know, he goes from like little truck beep beep into a semi. Uh, uh. Exactly. (laughs) Everybody's so proud of him. Right. Yeah. A lot of recently deceased Dinobots show up. Right. The Junkions. Internet, I just saved you from a 30 year 30 year old spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. The spoiler's old. Older than some of you guys in age, but you that's know that's right. how committed I am. That's right to preserving this for you. For those of you who haven't seen it, yeah. So look, I'm I'm pumped. I I don't know if this is an acceptable level of excitement because I'm very excited, mm-hmm. and this is a 30 year old movie. But also, I will be 30 when this comes out. Mm. So it's you know we have grown together, Transformers yeah. and I. you guys are like classmates. Yeah, we are like classmates. They went on to do bigger and better things on Cybertron. I have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are meeting back in the middle. Or no, they're kind of, yeah, whatever. You know, when we like bump into each other at the reunion. Hey, or, what's up? You look, uh, you, hey, you look, I see. Uh, hey, how are you? You look, you look, uh, you look, look at you, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, wow, Isn't that awkward? You look, you. uh, man, wow, look at you. They thank don't really you. can't say how you look because you look that bad. I really appreciate it. Hey, so, um, yeah, uh, wow, what are you up to now? Nothing. Oh, man, that, uh, that sounds, uh, that yeah, yeah, man, th- that's thanks for sh- yeah, it's yeah. Cool, hey, it's, it's good, so good. good. It's, I got hey, it's good seeing you. And you turn leave. to your person. Oh my gosh, that was the most awkward thing I've ever done. It was really painful. And I don't want to say anything, but Bumblebee got fat. Okay, you <laughs> <laughs> put it on. Look at that guy. <laughs> uh, that is uh, news about something old, uh, something new, maybe maybe more exciting, mm-hmm. warranting actual excitement. You see this thing about Donald Glover? I seen it. Donald Glover is going to be in the upcoming Spider-Man movie. Right. So, Spider-Man Homecoming. So we don't know what, though, yet. Well, why is that important? Why is what important? That Donald Glover is going to be in the Spider-Man Well, Donald movie. Glover has voiced Spider-Man in some of the yeah. animated joints. Mm-hmm. So him being in the... And first, first of all, Donald Glover is hilarious. Mm-hmm. From the TV show community. Um, Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino as a recording artist. And back in 2012, when Sony was casting The Amazing Spider-Man, before Andrew Garfield was cast, they, the internet had, big a, old campaign. had a huge campaign to make Donald Glover yeah. Miles Morales. Of course, it didn't happen. I think they wanted him for Peter Parker. Oh, fact. okay. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. So they wanted him for Peter Parker at the time. It did not happen. Didn't mm-hmm. pan out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like a lot of us have just kind of held on. Like maybe. Well, one day. Are we? Is that what we're doing? For me, I'm excited about the opportunity for him to be in a new one. Because I was thinking, what could they do with Donald Glover that would be a fun nod? Like, hey, we finally gave him his thing. Okay. And I thought, what if in the Marvel Cinematic Universe... In this upcoming movie, what if Miles Morales has been Spider-Man longer than Peter Parker? What? What if Miles Morales trains Peter Parker? Uh, what, uh, Why I'm, not? 
No. Why not? That doesn't make any sense. Why not? That doesn't make any sense because Spider Spider Man just became in existence. Yeah. So so at some point in time in Spider Man and Peter Parker's. Are we talking about Ultimate Universe? Well, I mean, it's we're MCU, going into the though. ultimate universe now. That's the beauty of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, this is the beginning of us discovering Spider-Man. Okay, which means there are a lot of other Spider people that we could discover if the MCU wants to mess around with. If that. they want to, yeah. If they want to, yeah, they can do anything they want. And I don't. I, I listen. I want to see Miles as much as the next guy. Yeah, maybe even more. Uh-huh. However, comma. Yeah, I doubt you very, want him to be younger than Pete, and you want him to be the the protege. I doubt very seriously, because it would be because because here's what and here's why I don't want that to happen. Uh-huh. You know why? Because it's a waste of Miles Morales. Because <clears throat> if and when they do bring in Miles Morales, five, ten. 15 years from now okay. and my sons daughters nieces and nephews are 5 10 15 20 years old i want them to get the full fledged full scale miles morales experience okay i don't want i don't because we know the marvel cinematic universe ain't stopping no time soon yeah of course you know so we don't want to give them an appetizer like some sort of half Here's a, you guys want Miles? Here. And then they just waste him. No, and, I'm saying. And now we can't ever have Miles I'm, for I'm real. Saying, picture this, okay? Picture this. Okay. And by the way, with the amount of times that Spider-Man has been rebooted in cinema, this but he's means, never been in the Marvel Cinematic. We've never had a Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, what, what, I'm, what I'm saying in movies in general, you know, from, from our original Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire to the Andrew Garfield Johns to where we are right now. Um, you know, we, we've gotten a bunch of reboots. We've gotten a bunch of new origin stories. So anything is possible. And we can establish something and, and trust at some point in the future. It's just going to be erased and redone all over again. But you think what, that that's going to happen with the... I keep... I, 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 you keep saying that. It's possible. But I don't think... Like, you have to think about, what if... Yeah. Five years from now, they go, Hey, guys, remember the last 20, 15, 20 years of your life? Yeah. Done. Yeah, but think of it like this. Over. We're starting over. In James Bond territory, we're like, okay, every time we get new Bond stuff when a new actor, we just accept it. So at some point in time, 20 years down the line from here, we're going to want to retell this story and we're going to want to have a young Pete. Right. right? Or or Miles. Or Ben Riley, or Gwen, or wherever we're going right. when we're there. Right. So, you know, it will get retold inevitably. What I'm saying is, how interesting would it be if Peter Parker, this little kid, is rolling up on the scene and he meets Miles Morales, who has been the savior and hero of New York for so damn long. He's the original Spider-Man. And they do a role reversal. And he's like, man, I've been out here thwipping all over the place, and I could use your help. I'll train you. Nope. Man, I'm just saying. I'm out. You're doing what I'm doing, which is when I was saying, no, don't tell me the Joker's real name. Do not tell me the Joker's real name because I don't want that story. I just, I, I, I get what you're saying. I feel and I believe, my opinion, yeah. is that it would be shortchanging a character that we are. If it was shortchanged. I'm talking like if this was thoughtful and legitimate. 
So now Miles Morales is like a legitimate person in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yeah, why not? That's not going to happen. It could. Sure, I could also get casted to be Miles Morales as well, <laughs> but that's not going to happen. It could. You could get oh, casted you know to be Actually, Miles Morales. Come to think of it, I, I do have something that I need to tell you. Uh, mm-hmm. Like a couple months from now, I just need some time off from Comic Book Junto. I was cast as Ben Riley, the Scarlet Spider. Okay. Turns out they're going to be doing a whole series on Scarlet Spider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just wanted to let you know ahead of time before right. they start doing shoots. You know, I gotta go. You wanted me to be the first person to know on air. I just wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to let you know in confidence. You won't tell anybody though, right? Yeah, but I can't speak for all the the, the millions and millions of listeners. I'm not them. Uh, look, take Donald Glover being in this movie is very exciting. Why don't we move over to another franchise? Okay, in films, we've been doing a lot of talking about the new Wolverine movie, mm-hmm. which will be the last Wolverine movie in this. The last Hugh Jackman. The last Hugh Jackman. So right. he says, unless they throw a gigantic bag at him. Yeah. So you're telling me about some potential rumors for a character that's going to be involved in the upcoming Wolverine movie. Yes. You want to tell me more about that? Basically, that was my computer. Congratulations on getting that text message. <laughs> right in the middle of the show. <laughs> Didn't turn off the notifications. Doing that right now. That's, a, that's the sound of breaking Boom. news, my friends. Bing! Breaking news. Hold that thought. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, in short, they have this long, I believe it's a casting for a character that they're, you know, is not called X-23, but the way they lay it out, it sounds so much like X-23, it's yeah, not it even funny. Yeah. You know, like animalistic and martial arts skills would be good and it's mm. 12 to 15 years old and, mm-hmm. you know, this is the first time that she's ever seen anyone outside of this camp. And yeah, I'm like, man, it sounds like X-23. Yes, it does. So maybe... What they're doing is they're moving, they're trying to set things up to move away from Logan as Wolverine and moving into a new generation of telling stories with X-23 as the Wolverine character. You think? Maybe. Because right now in comics, spoilers, 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 Wolverine, spoilers, Wolverine, spoilers. Isn't he dead? Well, oh man, this is where things get complicated. Well, last we checked... Okay, so where we last left off, yes. So yes, Logan is dead, but old man Logan Logan is not. Right, riddle me that. And X twenty three is Wolverine. That's right, right now. Yeah. So when you think Wolverine right now in the comics, put it together. Who's Wolverine? Who's Logan? Old man Logan in the comics. The movie he got a haircut like old man Logan. But who's Wolverine in the comics? It's large. X twenty three. Twenty three. So maybe. I'm into this because I would really like to see the franchise move in a very different direction. Could be interesting. Can you imagine her bloody, vicious, you know, X-23 female Wolverine? Yeah, it is going to be rated R. So that's something to keep in mind. Like a hit girl Wolverine kind of thing? I'm into it. Hey. Yeah. Damn it. Why does Norman Reedus find his way into everything? I'm looking at our next story right now. Norman Reedus wants to be Ghost Rider. Uh, how you feel about it? Why is Norman Reedus everywhere? Why are you? Don't you want to see Norman Reedus as Ghost Rider? I just don't understand. I'm like, asking. I'm, look, do you want to see it? I like Nick Cage. No, <laughs> no, no. You don't. You don't mean that. You're just saying things now. <laughs> you do not mean that. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> he served his purpose. Well. Give, didn't they just yeah. get the the uh, the rights back, the cinematic rights to I, Blade, Ghost Rider, 
um, yeah. and some other folks. I believe so. Right? Yeah. So we've never seen a Marvel cinematic. And we're talking about rated R movies, too? Yeah. Ooh! Reedus could do it. I could see him as uh, Johnny Blaze. I could yeah. see him doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I, and um, <laughs> he is hot right now. Yes, no he is. No pun intended. Skull on fire. But he is. He, with Walking Dead, with the previous, what was it? He was going to be in a Silent Hill game that mm-hmm. Hideo Kojima was doing. This new video game at E3, Death Stranding. Yep. I mean, this is, the, this is the, the, the company, the guy behind Metal Gear Solid. Like, that's no small thing. And he's putting Norman Reedus at the forefront of his game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I see it. I see it. And it makes sense. He has that aesthetic. So yeah, I mean he's got the he's got the ride show. He rides the motorcycle in real life. He rides uh-huh. motorcycles on The Walking Dead. He's mm-hmm. got a whole show on riding riding motorcycles. And you know we love him in The Walking Dead as Daryl. Yeah. So we it, this might be a thing that kind of like propels him into another kind of like movie stardom because he's not a big movie star. He had Boondock Saints, and that's how I know him. Boondock Saints. Didn't even put that together until you just said yeah, that. Just great now. flick. We haven't he seen was, that in years. He was acting beside the Green Goblin himself, Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this might, like I said, this might be the thing that takes him into the next level. I'm cool with it. I'm just I I can't Can figure out what is so hot about Norman Reedus. I don't understand. Um. I think the character of Daryl yeah. is so beloved. Like he, you hear if Daryl dies, we riot. Yeah. Like, and he's yeah. like, I agree. If Daryl dies, I'm going to start a riot. Kind of like jokingly, he says these things. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. You know? So like people like, but like I said, he's not a super, he's not a movie superstar. No, no. He's, he's Daryl Dixon. Dixon's last name, right? I think so. Yeah. That's who he is. So, I, like I said, I didn't even put together that he was at Boondock Stakes until you just said that just now. Mm-hmm. And I know that he's been in other things, but, you know, that's what it is. I'm cool with it. I, I think it's it, it makes sense as casting, as far as I'm concerned. So those two things go together. I, Norman Reedus, I, I think he would make a perfectly fine. He's not the only person who could ever be cast. I'm sure there are other people. But yeah, that's Nick just, Cage that's, could come back. I know. No, like, right. Nick, next, Nick, next topic. <laughs> Next topic, because you, you just keep, you know, you give somebody a cookie, they try to take the whole kitchen. Well, it's just, hey, look, Nick, I know you're listening. Okay. You right. got a lot of time on your hands. Uh, I appreciate everything you've been doing. Uh huh. Big fan of, uh, 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 what was it? The Wicker Man? National Treasure? I don't know. <laughs> National Treasure as well. Yeah. Everything you do is great. Thank you for listening to the show. Five stars, positive comment. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. I, I, I think you were robbed. Okay. Spirits of From Vengeance. What? Spirit of Vengeance. Great film. Okay. That part where you made a uh, demon disappear because you spun your chain around like a tornado. I would have changed that scene myself. Mm-hmm. But look at me. I'm just a, I'm just a guy behind a microphone. Yeah. That's it. Just classmates with Transformers. Yeah, that's what's the most notable hey, thing about Hey, how me? you doing, man? It's uh you uh look you look uh man, look at you. Dang. Look at you. Man, you know, last time I saw you, wow. you were you were in a boombox, were you wow. not? You were a boombox? Yeah. And look at you, you're hey, a bipedal girl. robot now. Hey, check Congrats. you out. You're going places. Wow. You really How's Optimus? Good? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I'll tell you about this next thing. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so every once in a while we have um, a, a product from, let's say, movies or geek culture or something that makes sense where you take a look at it and you're like, okay, I see how geek culture has influenced fashion, where geek culture has moved into like 
Marvel does a bunch of Under Armour stuff, right? So when a new Avengers movie comes out, you see the Captain America shirt that like Under Armour John. I, I understand that. I understand how that works. And then there's Ripley's shoes, the Alien Stompers, like from the movie Aliens. Right. Which, by the way, why were they not in women's sizes? Don't know the answer. But that's beside the point. So sometimes you see those things happen. Steph Curry, Batman. Batman inspired shoes. No. <laughs> Steph Curry. No. Batman. I'm sorry. I, I like, I'm trying to understand this one. I'm trying to wrap my mind around this. No. But Under Armour is making the Black Knight Curry twos. No. Yeah. So that's what's happening. So let me just point something out. <laughs> I love Batman. Yes. And even Batman cannot make me like these sneakers. I mean, like the Curries are not a good looking shoe. No. I mean, well, I know no. that Under Armour's making moves. Curry is like arguably the best player in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to go down to history as an amazing player, amazing shooter, amazing, amazing period. Yeah. But one of the things that he will also have tacked on is that you did all of this with an extremely ugly shoe. At yeah. the same time. Because like Jordans, LeBron's, like Iverson, like all these other shoes that have come out with other like I mean, I feel like Curry just deserves greatness. Yeah. He deserves and you know what it is? It's that logo. Does he wear his own shoes? Yeah. Is he wearing curries? Yeah, and, when he's and, and he's selling curries. But but that's the thing. Look, whatever he's got on his feet, it works. Well, I think Steph Curry works. <laughs> you could put him in some vans and he would still tune somebody up. Yeah, He'd be out true. there barefoot giving people work. <laughs> He's just wearing thong sandals. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> giving people work out there in thong sandals. Like, listen, this is what I do. Pull up from 50 in the thong sandals. Listeners, splash. I don't know if you're reading between the lines here, but what Octavius is trying to say is put on the barefoot slides mm. and get out on the court for the finals. Uh-huh. And just make some stuff happen. Hey. That's what I see. This is what I'm hearing right now. Could be. You're saying, hey, these these Batman-inspired curries, that's whack. These slides, though. Uh-huh. These slides, though. These slides, though. <laughs> these slides, though. No, but seriously, folks, I, I really do think that, man, it's, it says something when, like, <laughs> even if you love Batman, you can't make a shoe look good. Yeah. Because if you if you were to put a Nike swoosh on those shoes, they wouldn't be that bad. No. But it's that Under Armour logo. Oof. Yeah. And the old man joints that just came out recently, like these white, like kind of like chill, not chill shoes, like non-athletic shoes. Yeah. Anyway, even Batman couldn't fix it. Batman couldn't save Steph Curry's shoes. He can save Gotham. Wow. But it's going to say something when even Batman can't save a shoe. And one of our books of the week this week is Batman issue one under the rebirth title and he saved some stuff but he couldn't save that shoe but he couldn't save it <laughs> wow oh man that's a bad shoe uh, <laughs> all right <laughs> staying with uh batman just something a little fun out there i'm a big fan of the dark knight yeah um uh the dark knight returns that series so funko pops is another thing that i'm a fan of so turns out they're putting a, a run of Bat, uh, the Dark Knight Returns Funko Pops. Mm-hmm. So not from the Batman v Superman movie, but from the actual Frank Miller written 
book. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at these right now. I actually really like the mock-up for Carrie Kelly for the Robin mm-hmm. Funko Pop. And I don't have a ton of Funko Pops. I have uh, a, a Captain America uh, Funko. I have a Groot. And I have one of myself. But I would probably pick up this Robin <laughs> right. Carrie Kelly. Right. Yeah. yeah, this this makes me want to get these. Yeah, I like these. Yeah, so if anybody wants, if anybody really appreciates the show and you're like, you know what, I just want to show some love, mm-hmm. buy some of these. You know, hook a brother up. You know that's what, what it's about. Yeah. Yeah, hook me up. And that's our uh, that's our coverage of upcoming action figures. That's the news. That's the news. For this week. That is right. Uh, that brings us to the point where we talk with you. Uh, this is the talk back section of the show where we are including emails and tweets and however else, what paper airplanes, whatever you can reach us with. If you can hit us with paper airplane. I'll read it online. I'll, I will I'll read, read it, it on the show. I will read it. Absolutely. Even uh, if it says nothing. <laughs> hey, well, I feel like that would be kind of poignant in and of itself. You went to all this trouble and you didn't write anything on this page. Just wanted to show you I could do it. Dang. Uh, we have two pieces of talk back today. We got a tweet and an email. So we're going to hop right into it. Uh, this tweet comes from, what's his name? It comes from leaking. Awesome. Dang. Yeah. Leaking. Awesome. You might need to go to see somebody. I mean, like keep that awesome in you. Yeah. Cause if you're leaking awesome, let's really talk about what's really going on in your life. That's true. This is a tweet that you send in. Is it, is it his, is it your pores? Where or are this, you? Where's this coming from? I mean, is it so good that it's coming out of you? Because I think that might be in a, like I mean that might be invading someone else's space. Overfloweth. Because oh, we, you know, yeah. imagine if like what name something you really like. Uh, man thing. But, okay, so if I was leaking man thing. <laughs> okay, that's definitely. Wait a minute. A all right, let's back up. Let's go that somewhere else. Like let's name okay. something else. All right, all right. Let's hop in. Leaking awesome. He he uh, hits us with the hashtag. Ask <laughs> Yo, this, this is where we are right now. Okay, right. this is real life. He hits us with the hashtag. Ask CBJ. As you guys were talking about universes, uh, which universe would you like to be written into as your normal self? Six one six DC, etc. Octavius A. Newman, what universe do you exist in? What do I, what? Well, the one I exist in, the one I'd like to be written in, are different comics. I'm, so I'm you saying. you you go first because I'm trying to like work it through. And he yeah. didn't just say comics; just any any universe, right? I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I have a feeling that the the question asker is is specifically referring to comic book universes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could be wrong about yeah. that. Yeah. I could be wrong about it. So that. let's 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 think about it, right? Yeah. A lot of these places suck. <laughs> <laughs> They're fun to read, fun to look at on TV yeah. and movies. Yeah, but sure. I don't want to live there. Yeah. I want to ha- I want to have my wife. Well, the, I want to have kids. You just don't all you need to do is not live in New York. And you'll be fine. You can't live anywhere. You can't even live in the Fortress of Solitude because eventually they're going to come get you there too. Yeah, I guess that's You know true. what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of these places are like, I don't want to live in The Walking Dead. Like do, do what I like, do I want to live in? I don't want to live as my regular self. Remember, I have no powers. I'm just me. I'm just a guy with a lifestyle brand who runs his mouth and talks a lot. That's right. You know? So right. we talked about way back what your character would be like in a comic book. Yeah. Of course, you're pulling up on your motorcycle. Yeah. Taking the damn time. Taking exactly. Taking your helmet. And going, hey, 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 guys. Tell me more about that. Why don't you guys break this down for me a little bit? <laughs> uh, but, it, I mean, given the question, it's, it's hard to answer given 
how many universes there are. And of the of the core universes, if if we're gonna keep it that way, I, I don't think we have to. I, really I, have to do it, I have to do it for my my ability to handle this question. Otherwise, I'm like uh, I'm in the what the universe, hanging out with Man Thang. Is that where I am? Am I in like wh- where am I? Am I chilling with Rom? If that's what you want to do, Space Knight. Where am I? I I really like the Spider Gwen universe. I don't know the number for Spider Gwen, but I like the way it looks and I like how everybody does this like punk rock stuff. I think that's really cool. I also really like um, whatever universe Batgirl of Burnside is hanging out in. Feels feels like that would be fun and also speak to me. Although maybe like too many emojis in that. Like I have a hard time keeping up with things in yeah. general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I'm, I learn lingo that I was unaware of embarrassingly in public situations. I feel like I wouldn't be able to hang mm. with a lot of that. Okay. Uh, so there's that. So I don't. I I feel like I just want to kick it in the six one six. That's where I would be. I would be in the six one six with. Well, with man thing, probably, or whatever universe he's in Philadelphia in. I'm working on that. That's my own. What? Yeah. I'm writing, uh, yeah, I got this whole storyline where he lives in Philly mm. and he turns all of, uh, um, independence mall, you know, where, where the Liberty bell and everything is yeah. turns into a swamp. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's where I would be. So I'm going to take this where I want to take it, please. Right. So. He asked what universe would I want to live in as my regular self. Yeah. Well, if I'm going to be my regular self, I want to live with other regular people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want to live in a place where there's super, super powered people and super villains. You don't want people showing you up or what? Is no, this? because I mean, I don't want to live in real danger in real life. I, would, I don't want to live in real danger. Yeah. So I got to take myself somewhere where I can actually hang and be of some substance and be of some value. Okay. So yeah. I'm going to Martin. Yeah. I want to live, hang out with Martin, Pam, <laughs> Gina, Tommy, Cole, Shanene. You know what I mean? I'm hanging out with them. I'm their neighbor. You know what I mean? I, I pop in every now and then. I promise you. I promise you. At Leaking Awesome, not expecting this answer. Well, that he asked me, so I'm giving them <laughs> what I want to know. You know what I mean? So I'm either I'm chilling with I'm chilling with them or I'm going to Bel Air, fresh rinse of Bel Air with Carlton, yeah. Hillary, Uncle Phil. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go with J- Jazzy Jeff. I'm gonna go where I can be a regular person mm-hmm. and actually engage with some of these characters. Characters that aren't real, mm-hmm. but it's a universe where I could actually have a life and I could actually you know, build some relationships, do some cool things, mm-hmm. like utilize the, the the powers, so to speak, that I have as a person and make something of myself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't expecting Didn't it. Didn't see that I, coming. I, I'm going to give you this. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Why not? Why not? So he, the questioner is either 616 DC or the Martin universe. Martin. Martin. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that one's done. Hey, swish. Or in a Spike Lee joint. All right. All right, Uh, moving on. We got another talk back. This one comes to our friend, Detroit Mel. Detroit Mel sent us an email. Thank you very much for this email. I like this one a lot. So I'm going to read this one off real quick. He says, 
I was speaking to one of the guys in my comic book store, and he said that he's getting tired of Marvel and DC getting money out of their customers by all the long runs and rehashing stories. He said that he mostly reads independent comics because of the originality. Do you think Marvel and DC goes into our pockets too much with the long story arcs that cross over numerous books and the restarting of all their comics, for example, New 52 and Rebirth? You guys mostly talk about Marvel or DC books. Is there anything you've been reading from other companies, Image, Valiant, etc.? Um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with what they're doing. I think that I'm having too much fun in enjoying what I'm reading mm-hmm. to really even think about that. Okay. I don't, I don't think I even it's more about understanding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Like, I don't care what, I don't, I don't care what you do as long as I can understand and I'm having fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you could be on issue 947 of whatever, as long as it keeps being good, I'm cool with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I um, I, I don't feel this response. Like, and like, so the, the statement of getting money from my, nobody's getting money. Nobody made you buy these comics. You don't have to buy these comics. These are totally up to you. You don't have to buy comics just because they double ship them doesn't mean you got to double buy them. Of course. You know, just because there's all these, you know, uh, comic like side comics to Civil War 2 don't mean you got to buy them all. Like, truth of the matter is, back in the day, we didn't have a whole lot of money. Yeah. So what do we do? Trade, share, borrow. You know, shoot, even just go to a comic book store and just read it and then put it back on the shelf. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, go I to mean, the- there were some stories that had policy about that. You yeah. Know, like you can't be looking at it for so long. Yeah. So, <clears throat> no, I don't, I'm more concerned about enjoyment. Yeah. You know, and I understand that you're a business and you got to make money and events are great places to jump on. And, you know, as a good business practice, it makes sense to make multiple you know, different entry points for different people. Yeah. I mean, new 52 was the reason why I got back into comics. So I couldn't be mad at something that brought me back into something I love. Yeah. You know course. what I mean? Cause they had, they not done new 52. We, you and I might not even have met each other. Like we met each other because of new 52, because of new 52. you know yeah. what I mean? We got back into comics because of new 52. And then five years later, we're on a podcast together because of a reboot. That's true. So, you know, I'm, Long as we're having fun, I'm cool with it. Long as I can understand it and I can enjoy it, I'm in. So I I am right there with you. And I do want to acknowledge, I think, what this person in the comic book shop was talking about, which I, I do understand. Sometimes I get something that I refer to as event fatigue, right? When an event is taking place in a comic, whether it is DC's Villain Jaws or it's uh, Marvel's um, Secret Wars or it's Spider-Man End of Days, where they cross over into so many books, obviously the intent here is buy more books, become exposed to more stuff, check out every angled nook and cranny of this plot. They're doing that right now with Civil War II. Absolutely. Of course they're doing that. To some degree, it makes me check out some new stuff. For the most part, I just ignore it. So the notion that it gets more money out of my pockets is kind of wrong. It's just patently wrong. Maybe I'm losing some experience with this event, and that is a thing that could bother me. But 
I don't know. I don't, I don't think about it too hard. For the most part, I, I grab the characters or the creative teams or the, uh, the core arc if I'm interested in it, and I just roll with it. Yeah. It doesn't always please me. When, when Marvel does an event after an event after an event, you know, sometimes it just kind of phase out from that. I, I get event fatigue and I say, ah, I don't really want to do a huge thing. I'd rather pare down and read something smaller. I want to read the Matt Fraction Hawkeye of the Marvel. Which goes into the other part of the question. Is there anything else that you're reading? Yeah. Absolutely. And that's something that I think is really important for people to understand. One you don't have to read these big arcs. You don't have to read these big stories. Of course. You don't have to read these big events. Like, do you, I, I got, entitlement is something that I know I talk about on this show a lot because yeah, I think it's really it something important. Like, you don't have to be a part of everything. Yeah. And if you want to be a part of something, then you choose to be a part of that. You, it, It's up to you. Like, the, nobody owes you a shorter or a longer story yeah it, you you vote with your dollars so there's saga out there that's been going strong for for the longest time that i just put my buddy kenny on yeah and Ke- you know what kenny told me simba sparks simba sparks told me i said hey are you checking out any rebirth stuff he goes i don't like dc oof and i said <laughs> what, do you, what do you what do you mean here's what i'm hearing I'm going to build a wall, okay? It's going to be so tall. It's a great wall. I'm going to keep all of DC out. Right. Okay, behind that wall. Because all of them, they're coming over here. They're saving our cats out of trees. We're going to have these are, these are our cats. This is my cat. Get out Taking of our jobs? Yeah. All right. But <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. Because like, there's, there's a certain level of, I dismiss everything. I dismiss yeah. all of it. So I told Kenny, I said, look, man, you got to check some other stuff out. Not only, he goes, well, I just like Marvel. I like Marvel. I like Marvel. I like Marvel. And sure, sure, sure. Longer, long story short, ultimately, I told him, I said, look, bro, you can't just write stuff off because you've never checked it out. You got to at least check it out. I put him on the saga and he goes, why have I never been reading this? I said, yeah. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything's not about a cape and a, and a, and a domino mask. Mm-hmm. So if you're not, if you're not in, so when you say making my customers, that's, that's the wrong, that's the wrong way to look at it. In my opinion, yeah. you know, introduce them to Southern bastards, introduce them to, you know, uh, uh, was invincible. Introduce them yeah. to The Walking Dead. Introduce them to, you know, other stuff. There's there's way there's a whole store full of comics that are not DC yep. and Marvel. And this is something that I think about often. You know, when we do books of the week and we pick from the main two, sometimes I think, shoot, I, I wish we had something to represent here, something to read from Vertigo, from Boom, from Archaea, from Dark Circle. So given that we don't have those books right now to share with you in books of the week. Here are a couple of books that I'm reading an image. I'm reading ringside, Southern cross, paper girls, saga, uh, uh, manifest destiny. I'm reading boom comics, lumberjanes, adventure time. I'm reading dark circle because it's, uh, these are the, the cats who do Archie. Mm-hmm. And this is written by a guy named Dwayne Srazinski. He's from Philly and he does a book called black hood about uh, a cop in Philly. That's from Dark Circle. You're reading Power Lines. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> no. We didn't have to go there. I'm reading a book called Sun Bakery, and that's out from a book uh, a publisher, a print called Floating World Comics. Why the Last Man? Why the Last Man is my, one of my favorites, if not my favorite comic book series ever. Bitch that, Planet. That was printed by Vertigo. 
That was by Vertigo. The Wake. Remember when we were reading The Wake? The Wake and Bitch Planet. And Bitch Planet from Image. There's so many books and so many publishers. You got to check this stuff out. You, You don't have to stay in the main two in DC and Marvel. So all of those are books that I am picking up on the regular and I really, really enjoy. And I'm glad this question comes up because yeah, sometimes I do get event fatigue. Sometimes I do want something a little outside of the box. I love image comics because they are creator owned. So anybody who's creating those books owns the rights, the property. Uh, That's fantastic. Oh, um, panel syndicate, panel syndicate. Brian K. Vaughn, Marcos Martin, The Barrier, Private Eye. Dude, that stuff is so good. And Panel Syndicate is online only. Mark Wade, the writer for, I mean, tons of stuff that we love. Mark Wade wrote Black Widow that came out today. Mark Wade has his own service called Thrillbent, where he does original stuff. There's so many comics, there's so many creators, there's so many distributors and publishers. Um, yeah, you know, cast a wide net, cast a wide net. So if you do get tired from an event, that's cool. That's legit. But you have so many options that you have, you kind of have no space to complain, I feel like. Yeah. But I do understand maybe not knowing. Yeah, of course. So that's why there's a show like this that we can do. And that's why we go through our our pull list. We go in the brown bag, Mm -hmm. so to speak, and say, hey, here's what I got. And then we pick out the books of the week. So maybe what we can do is try try to, well... We'll see. I don't want to make any promises because one of the things just to bring you up to kind of our mindset, like Bitch Planet comes out next week. Mm-hmm. Bitch Planet number eight. Which I have been waiting for for we, a very long time. But we're not going to jump into number eight. No. because It's hard to do that. It's not a good place for everybody to start. That's right. You know, now we're on Civil War number two, Civil War two, number two today because we went over one. We're on Batman one today because we did Batman, Batman Rebirth number one. And you know, next week we're going to have Power Man Iron Fist, but we've been reading that. So, you know, and then there's Black Panther 3 coming up. We've been reading that. So we're yeah. trying to get in the beginning of something yeah. and kind of bring it along. But then also, you know, we only got so much time that we're going to talk about comics because, you know, we, we can't fit four books of the weekend. Yeah, it's hard to do that. So we, so have, to, we'll we try. have to pick wisely. And at the same time, yeah, I I think we can make a concerted effort to move or kind of like dip our toe outside of Marvel and DC for sure. But you know, it's gotta be something that's worth our time. We don't want to risk it on power lines. We tried it. We've been there. We tried it. We we, we done got bit. Now I'm not saying I'm not going to pet that dog again, but I got bit the first time. (laughs) So it's going to take me a little while to reach out. Yeah. But either way, Detroit Mel, thank you for your question. That was a really good one. I appreciate it. And if you're leaking awesome, go see somebody. Yes, correct. Go see somebody immediately. Okay, moving on. We should get into our pool list. Let's do it. Books of the week. Let's do it. Pool list. You got your books on you? Brown bag. Happy brown bag day to you. Happy brown bag bay. Brown bag bay. Brown bag bay. Brown bag day internet. So that is uh, your bay who also reads comments. Happy brown bag day, Adam. Mm-hmm. And let's go into these books. I got a lot of them. Yes, you do. Man, this has got to stop. <laughs> I like that, you know, right off the jump, you already have yours bagged and boarded. Some of them, You yeah. buy bags and boards when you're at the shop. Yeah, I buy bags and boards for everything. It's like habitual. Mm-hmm. So, Superman, number one. Mm-hmm. Black Widow, number four. Uh, I got Green Arrow, number one. 
I got Green Lantern number one, Justice League 51, um, Titans Rebirth number okay. one, and um, Books of the Week, Civil War 2 number two, Batman number one, and I got Black Panther number two, but it's a second printing. Yeah. And the second printing is by, what's the dude's name? I don't know the name of the artist, actually. Don't worry, a, don't worry, Internet. That was just, we, I was searching the Internet so furiously for the name of this artist, I knocked a glass over. Well done. Unbelievable. Um, but Unforgivable. <laughs> um, yeah, the illustrator of this is a local Philadelphian, and he actually signed it. We went to Brave New Worlds. So he came through, signed all the issues. It's, the run the, it's a Run the Jewels-themed mm-hmm. cover. This yeah. thing looks yeah. amazing. Yes, it does. Fantastic. Yes, it does. So that's my books of the week. I picked up uh, I picked up Vision number eight because I had forgotten to do that last week. So I'm catching up on Vision number eight. I'm super excited for that. Picked up Black Widow number four. I'm excited for that too. That was formerly one of our books of the week. Mm-hmm. So we're carrying on with that one, and I hope you are too. I also picked up Superman number one. It's been a very long time since I've picked up a Superman book. Yeah, me, you've heard me talk about this on the show, yeah. Yeah, this artwork looks crazy good, and that's what drew me in. I really like the cover, so I'm excited for this one. I also picked up issues one through three. One through three of a limited series, The Infernal Man Thing. It's 2012. Oh, yeah. Uh, I picked up the first issue of this back in 2012, and let me tell you what. It's terrible. <laughs> but they had a collected set of all three issues, gave it to me for three bucks. So you went for it. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Brian. You're looking out for me. You knew that I would buy that. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, and also our books of the week, Batman number one and Civil War two, issue two. And uh, that illustrator is Raza. Yeah. Uh, the guy who did the cover of Black Panther two, the second printing. Mm-hmm. All right. So our books of the week. We picked up Batman number one, Tom King, and who is the artist on this one right now? David Finch. We also picked up Civil War II, issue two. That's Bendis and Marquez. Where do you want to begin? What are we choosing? How do we start here? Let's start with Batman. Let's start with Batman. Uh, given your proclivity for Batman, do you want to kick us off with talking about the new arc? New writer? New team, new everything. Yeah, so this is picking up where after we had Batman Rebirth number one. Uh, the name of this this arc is I Am Gotham, mm-hmm. and we basically see er, spoilers. Spoilers. Let's just say this straight up. Right. Hold on. We, we hope to- you pick this book up. Batman number one begins now. We're going to talk about it in depth. Octavius is going to spoil some things. Yes. About this issue. So if you haven't read it yet, skip ahead. We're going to pick it up and read it right now. So if you don't know, Batman is the basically protector of Gotham. That is correct. And that's a big thing. You know, the name of this arc is I Am Gotham. So what exactly does that mean? I think that that's really what this arc seems to be digging into. Like, what does it mean to say I'm Gotham? What does that identity represent? That's right. You know, and what is it like to be Batman? And when you see yourself as the savior of Gotham Mm -hmm. and that's really what it comes down to. We've got Batman and Commissioner Gordon opening up on the top of a building, mm-hmm. um, and we got a plane that's about to go down over Gotham and kill a whole bunch of people. Yes. That's kind of like the short like, way of explaining the beginning. Yeah. And, you know, 
well, what does Batman do but spring into action? Because that's what he does. It's so cool. Too. You know, the, the way that he's working with his new guy, Duke Thomas, when and, he's getting him on the line, he's like, I don't care what's possible. Just give me an angle. Yeah. So what we, ha- what we have here, basically, there's a bunch of stuff going down and somebody has some sort of missile. Mm-hmm. He shot the missile at this plane that's going over the top of Gotham. Mm-hmm. So we've got Batman who's up on the top of the building with Commissioner Gordon and he springs into action. So he's talking to Duke. He's talking to Alfred and he's saying, look, man, you know, we need to handle this. And in the process, he tells him like, look, reach out to the Justice League. Yeah. Like I need some help, you know, tell them to come help me out with this. Sorry, Mr. Wayne. They're all off planet fighting monsters. Right. So this creates a scenario where Batman does some very Batman stuff and goes in in his huge splash panel, he goes, um, understood reply. Let them know we're fine. This is my city. I'll save it. Yeah. With a huge splash page of Batman ejecting from the Batmobile. So towards this plane who's been shot in the back with a rocket. Yeah. And the conversation, like you said, between, you know, Duke, Alfred and Batman. It's so crazy to see all of this stuff going on. Like yeah. you got to think of how intense of a moment he's falling off the side of a building, mm-hmm. shooting his grappling gun, getting into a car, driving. They're talking about angles and degrees and how much, fa- how fast you have to go and you have to make a flip and do like all of this stuff that got to go through Batman's mind and to be able to keep your calm and go, I got it. This is this is really doing a lot for me in terms of illustrating the strategy and the, the technical approach that Bruce Wayne takes, that Batman takes. Batman is not a bru- just a bruiser. Not no. just a bruiser. He is, but he's not just a bruiser. But he has to plan this stuff out, and he has to plan it in a panic. On the fly. Yeah. And you got to think about what kind of, like, requisite knowledge, like, what kind of, like foundational you got to think if i hit you with 25 divided by seven right now yeah can you answer that right within seconds now let's put you driving at a what do you say 125 miles an hour yeah let's put you smashing through something like and of course we know this is a comic book but you know that's that's batman that's and he has to think of all that that fast yeah and he has to have his team snapped in the place to all take action to get this all going together. How about the end of this issue? Well, you, you're going to jump right to the end? Well, I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, in terms of these major pullaways, like there, there were three major pieces of this issue that were notable that I want to talk about. Well, I definitely want to get to that end, but I think there's a little more set up. Okay. Because um, you're going to talk about what, what the reveal is at the end. Yeah, which is a big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So kind of jumping to more of the middle of this book, we've mm-hmm. got Batman who ends up on top of this plane. Uh, um, it's so goddamn. Cool. And it is the, some of the, I mean, he got thrusters on it. He's figured yeah. this all out. He's talking to Alfred and he's saying, you know, fire these up at certain angles and certain degrees. So he's putting one of the, so the thrusters he's that riding this plane, the thrusters that shot his chair up towards the plane. He's yeah. taking that off of the chair and he's landed on top of the plane. He's placing one of the thrusters on one side of the one wing. Mm-hmm falls off, shoots the grappling hook up, snaps himself up to the other side, puts the other booster on the other side, yeah. then gets back on top of the plane, all while this guy in the plane's having this conversation going, yo, Gotham's killing us. 
Gotham is tearing us apart. That's one of my favorite pieces of this Tell issue. me about that. When this guy who is in the plane and he is fearing for his life, just a passenger on the plane, and he is upset and scared, and he says, any other damn city, Superman or Lantern, whoever, somebody would be flying to catch us. Mm-hmm. But no, we're in Gotham. Who's going to catch you in Gotham? Right. And look, he's right. Right. And that's it's like the, the, the certain limitations of the hero who protects Gotham. There's only so much he can do. And these are the jokes that we always say about Batman. Like, Batman is just, just a, a man. What's he going to do? And even in all of this amazing stuff, like, you got to think about the buildup. Like, they're showing on your best day, Batman. On the most amazing thing you can do. What's Alfred say? Yeah, you're going to save him, but you're going to die. But it's going to cost you your life. You're going to die. And Batman's, yeah, I know this. I'm at peace with this. And it's in the, and it's kind of an emotional part in the book where he's like, look, I got notes for the boys. Make sure you get them to them. You know, make sure Duke, if he wants to continue training, he can talk to Grayson. Again, and, and it's really just delivering this as if it's all part of a plan. Matter knows, of fact. Hey, this could happen. I plan for this. And here's how this is going to work. But it's important for me to save these people. And if it's going to cost my life, this is how we go. Right. And, and also remember, I am Gotham. Yeah. And you got to think about don't worry about it. Tell them it's under control. This is my city. I'll save it. And you're, as you're reading this book, you're going, this is what it means to be Gotham. Yeah. I'm Gotham. Batman's Gotham. I'll die for it. And then the most emotional part, do you think my parents will be proud of me? Would it is be this a good, a good death? death? Yeah. It's like, whew, that's, that's like, man, yo. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're like, is this guy going to go? Is he going to die? Is this yeah. about to happen? And it's, coming to the point where the plane is about to hit the water he's about to save everybody but he's gonna die and what happens somehow miraculously they get lifted up by two flying superheroes wearing capes that we assume right are superman and supergirl yes and even batman says surprised clark clark yeah and it's not clark we are introduced to a superhero who goes by the name gotham and his sidekick gotham girl and what do they say this is our city we are here to save it batman and i'm like like, uh really tom king shout out to you way to take us on the emotional roller coaster yeah way to make us you know get emotionally invested and Think about who is Batman and what is Gotham. And you got to think when your whole entire identity is wrapped up in something and being the best at something and championing something and you're willing to lay your life down for and somebody comes through and just goes, nope, I got this. I I, got it. I am physically capable of doing far more than you could possibly achieve. And and now I take the crown. I'm going to name myself Gotham. Damn. I'm ready. Damn. I'm I'm ready. I really wasn't expecting this angle. You know, a lot of times in in a Batman arc, we we get a new bad guy and we we need to see Bruce get pushed to a limit. Speaking of bad guy. Yeah. We did see a part in there where he's kind of like aiming the plane in between those two buildings. And there's a guy. silhouette. Yeah. And it says, uh, observe observe the clock, Batman. Which is like when you go back to Rebirth. Number one. Yeah. Uh, what's the dude's name? Dr. Manhattan. Is that him? Well, I mean, if we're talking about the doomsday clock, because Rebirth is doing some Watchmen stuff, then there's that. Who's the... Otherwise, what's, what's we're the, talking about Calendar Man. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. 
But I mean, I'm seeing some levels here. I'm seeing some layers. Talk to me through that. Because if we're saying observe the clock and we don't know who this shadowy figure is, we just see a silhouette. Someone who's behind this, somebody is putting Batman to the test. Hmm. I think someone was willing to see. Oh, and the guy with and the guy with the um, rocket is dead there. Uh huh. The guy who fired the rocket with a hole in his head, right? Yeah. And we have somebody else. Hmm. So I'm curious. I think someone is watching what Batman is capable of. Watching. Ooh. Now, see, this is where things get interesting because all the reasons why I would be mad about Watchmen being involved start to become pretty creative. Is strange and new, but uh, that is that is a rumor. I don't know if that's actually how this is going to play out. Um, I'm excited. This is the kind of conflict I didn't see coming. Seeing Batman feel like potentially dwarfed yeah. by someone, someone who's going to protect his city better. Somebody than he can. who's about to put his life down to save people, yeah. just for some folk to swoop in and go. I got it. Yeah, Batman one. I'm on board. Yeah, I am very much on double board shipping. We'll come back to that again in two weeks. I'm impressed. On to the next. Civil War 2, number two. Yeah, Civil War 2, number two. Um, I, I was going to pick up that variant. It had uh, Steranko. I had a, a, a drawing of Captain America on the front. But sometimes I like to have all the same books, you know, like they're all fitting inside of a series. Yeah, together. I like this. I like this too. Uh, Civil War 2, <clears throat> issue number two. This is by Brian Michael Bendis and David Marquez and the colorist Justin Ponzor. You know, when we read our first issue, I think you and I both were kind of sidelined by how much happened in that first issue. And I know both of us were very excited to figure out what happens next. Want to find out what happens next? Yes. Yes, very much so. Want to find out. So when we start this, we are looking at the immediate response from Tony Stark to the situation at hand in the first one. In our first issue, we meet a new Inhuman who claims to have the ability to see into the future, see something taking place. Carol Danvers wants to utilize that ability to stop those disasters from taking place. And Tony Stark doesn't think that 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 is, you, you can't do that. That is immoral. Not to mention, maybe it's not even real. Yeah, and he doesn't even really believe it. How do we even trust this kid? So Tony Stark wants to get his hands on this kid, this new inhuman, and study him. And what that means is he needs to break into Adelan, where the inhumans live. He's got to sneak in, and he's got to kidnap this kid, Ulysses, so he can study him. Clearly, that is a problem for the people who run Adelan. Medusa and all the rest of the Inhumans, and he gets caught. They were expecting him sneaking in, and yeah, didn't uh, I think that uh, Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, said, "Hey, he's tip probably, him off. He's probably going to come do this." Yeah, and she even says a little bit later in the issue, "I, I, I was hoping he wouldn't, but yeah, it's, it, this is probably going to be the case." Yeah. So he, we got Tony Stark, and he's sneaking into Adelan. He's sneaking up on a sleeping Ulysses. Medusa tries to stop him. Mm-hmm. They get into a little. Uh, a little scuffle and in some confusion Karnak one of the Inhumans is fighting Tony Stark and he gets black Tony Stark gets blasted with some lightning and the suit just blows up just straight up explodes right and in that confusion everybody's saying you know what the hell just happened there yeah well it was a decoy as Tony Stark would do as Tony Stark would do multiple suits and that decoy blows up and distracts everyone and in that distraction in that mess he successfully kidnaps Ulysses the inhuman so he can study him so already you know Tony is doing some pretty questionable stuff yeah to make sure that he can prevent 
disaster. You know, remember his best friend just died. Absolutely. His best friend just died yeah. for a reason that he doesn't think is legit at all. So now he needs to do something and he needs to do something. Uh, He's making, taking some drastic measures. Yeah. He needs to do something drastic to try to change this and make it so it doesn't happen again. Um, you know, there's a page in here. This is a minor detail. There's a page in here when Carol Danvers and Thor and Vision, they all show up to talk to Medusa and say, hey, hold up, please call it off. Whatever you're going to go and do after Tony came in here and kidnapped your dude, don't go after him. Right. And I noticed that Black Panther's got a little uh, jetpack, John. You see, he's got a little, little heavy I saw that. Thing. Yeah. I thought that was neat. Just a little detail. A little, little, little hover situation. Meanwhile, Ulysses is back in Tony's, you know, some secret place. They didn't go back to Tony's uh, actual, like, Stark Tower. But, uh, he he's getting interrogated. You know, Ulysses is a kid. He was, uh, I think when we first met him, he was in college. Yeah. So he's a young guy. Go Buckeyes. He has no idea what's going on in his life. It's, All he knows is he likes thing. Iron Man and Iron Man's now being a pretty big jerk to him. Yeah. And Iron Man is, you know, uh, he's like smacking him in the face a little bit. He's trying to see how his brain responds to physical trauma. Yeah. Cause he's, fear. A, he's asking him to do it. And he's like, it doesn't work like that. It kind of just happens. So, and I don't think Tony wants to do this stuff. Yeah. He's just kind of saying, you know, I, this is, I have to. Yeah. I need to understand how you work. Yeah. So, um, and it also seems like he's actually kind of like when the kid eventually kind of connects and goes, oh, you're going to tell me how I work. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of goes, okay, are you going to figure it out? So it seemed like he responds to fear. That's one thing mm-hmm. that kind of turns it on. Yeah. And um, when he flicked him in his head, when he hit him, he kind of responded a little bit as well. Yeah. So this kid has this ability to see into the future. Tony is trying to make it happen. Those visions take place Mm -hmm. so he can find out how to respond to it. If there's a response to it, uh, lo and behold, Carol Danvers and her squad, including beast, uh, Hank McCoy, they, they find Tony's new hiding spot where he's got Ulysses and they come and crash the party. And there's something that happens during this scene. You know, everybody is arguing with one another. Tony is arguing with Carol and Ulysses has a vision. And this is the, the big reveal of this issue. Yo, when you and, turn that page. Yeah. Woo! So two things that we need to talk about right now. One, the splash page that shows the Hulk hulking out. This is a beautiful, beautiful page. Crushing Iron Man in one fist. Man. And crushing Captain Marvel in the other fist. We've got Thor laying on the ground. Steve Rogers is under Hulk's foot. Clint Barton, Hawkeye, he's dead. He's impaled. I mean, Spider-Man. There's some mess happening right now. But the bigger reveal, arguably, not even just that, is Mm -hmm. that whole thing was projected not just to Ulysses. Everyone in the room just experienced that. Right, which is a new development. Yes, it is. Because we had never seen that before. So now we're talking like, okay, this thing that you said was in your head and you saw, I just saw. Because you remember. smelled and felt and tasted. That was real. Yeah. And in issue number one, they had, um, who's the girl who uh, connected everybody's brains? Jean Grey. Jean Grey connected everyone. Yeah. So I don't know if that, is that a, a, like residue? What is that? We still don't know. We're going to have to find out. Yeah. So now we have this situation where everyone has felt that 
everyone yeah. has this feeling. And that Ulysses says, I'm sorry, the Hulk is going to kill you all. He's going to kill everyone. It's crazy. And now everyone has to deal with this. And this is where things are really going to get crunchy because how can Tony ignore that? He can't. But right. this is exactly what's taking place. Tony said, what if it's one of us? That's the what point if he has a made. vision about one of us? That's the point. What are you going to do? Right. Because just because Ulysses has this vision that Hulk is going to kill everybody, maybe Hulk is killing everybody because you guys are the bad guys. Yeah. Could maybe, be anything. Maybe he's killing everybody because he found out about what happened to She-Hulk. There's maybe, no context. Like, we don't know. Yeah. And that's the thing. When you just, just, when you just have a vision... Mm-hmm. You know, or a prophecy, there's no context to it. How do you respond to that? And where does that lead us? But just outside Alpine, Utah, in Bruce Banner's laboratory, and Carol Danvers shows up and she's got a look on her face. So this is where things get real. You know, now Carol, the person who is attempting earnestly and trying to make things better by preventing disaster before it happens. She sees an opportunity to change the future that she experienced by way of Ulysses, and she's going to roll up on Banner and do what? Arrest him? Or talk to him? Is she going to tell him? Punch him in the saw? face? Like, how does this play out? Yeah, and that's the thing about that's the thing about what this is. Like, you can see justification on both sides. You can see the problems on both sides. Yeah. And this makes for a good story. I was surprised that Carol was the one that, to roll up first. Mm. With that information, I was kind of feeling like it would be a race to get over to Banner. Yeah. Like Stark. Well, is, we don't know. He's we don't know what's not going far on. behind. I bet you. They might. They might have. They, that might be something that causes them to band together. Because you got to think. Yeah. You know, the Hulk is the type of character that would mess around and like kill everybody. Uh, a couple of things that I think are notable. Karnak is really cool. Um, his whole thing, I think they did a good job of explaining Karnak for anyone who is not an Inhumans fan. And there are many people who are not familiar. Uh, Karnak's ability is to see the weakness in things and exploit that immediately. So he could just go up and find the weakness in Stark Tower and just tear it down as soon as he wants to. He just has this perception to see that. And I love when he rolls up on Tony and he says, hey, Tony says, I thought about you, Karnak. And I thought about your ability to see the weakness in things. And I admire that. It's too bad I have none. Dang. Good old arrogant Tony. Dang. I love that. And uh, I also like that Tony Stark is remarking that it is odd for Beast to be with the Inhumans. Mm -hmm. Because yes, in fact, it is. When he has that line and he says, oh, damn it. I forgot that Hank McCoy is with them. Yeah. And also they said, why why didn't you... Medusa's like, why didn't you? Why didn't you help fight with us? He's like, I don't fight Tony Stark. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, Hank knows. He'll show up and he'll help with intel. But he's like, mm, I'm no, not no, about no, to no, knuckle no. this dude. I'm not. <laughs> we're not going to do this. I'm too smart. Yeah, to be doing that to I'm, getting into that combat. <laughs> I have done a cost benefit analysis, <laughs> and I have determined that that idea needs to be cut. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited by this. Um, and also, uh, when you uh, take a look at the scene, when Carol blows up into Tony's spot, Miles is back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, she's back there. The squad's out there. Captain America is there. Sam. Yeah, so, you know, Tony's got some stiff competition right now. And I'm, I'm interested to find out how he's going to react to this, this vision that he just experienced. Yeah. Yes, I do want to find out what happens next. Thank you. And speaking of events, every Marvel book. Is Civil War right now. Yeah. Earth thing. So we got Nova and Amazing Spider-Man, Gods of War, Iron Man, Deadpool, everything. Mm -hmm. So as far as I'm concerned, 
you find a character that you like a lot and you just stick with that. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Keep reading the books you've already been reading. Um, but you know, the main book is, should probably be good enough Mm -hmm. and that's it. That's it. So for this, this, that's it for this week. Next week, um, book of the week is going to be, um, Power Man and Iron Fist number five. Yes. And as far as the other one, not really sure. Okay. Not really sure. Maybe we want to take a suggestion. Yeah. So shoot us some ideas. Um, Also, honorable mention for this week is Dark Knight Returns, The Last Crusade. That's right. I read that. It's good. You liked it? John Romita's artwork is amazing. I got to get around to this story. Pretty interesting. Yeah. I like it. So check that out too. It's a thicker book. But I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed reading it. Mm-hmm. It is. It really is. It has a spine on this thing, actually. And I'm, I want to see how much it's six ninety nine. This book, but it is a great many. Pages. It's like two books. It is beautiful. It's a very, very, very good looking. Frank Miller, Frank Miller, Brian Azzarello, John Romita Jr. It does have the old Dark Knight Returns kind of vibe to it as you're reading it. It I takes you pretty dope. Takes you back to that kind of same yeah. kind of feeling, which I which I'm glad because I really enjoyed that yeah and i think that's it yeah so next week we are doing power man iron fist and also we're looking for a suggestion so if there's a book that we have not covered maybe it's one that you want us to return to or maybe there's one that you've discovered on your own that you want us to bring our attention to you know this is the chance for us to potentially stray outside of the big two marvel and dc maybe we'll do something that we wouldn't have known about maybe Maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? Want to find out what happens next? Tune in next time. <laughs> All right. Tell me where you can find me on the internet. All right. You can find me online on Twitter and on Instagram. Same name. At Adam Tetris. A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. And uh, basically, lately, I've just been poking. I've been uh, tweeting about Pokemon. I discovered the other day that Pokemon Go is coming out, that new augmented reality game okay. where you can like see Pokemon in the real world and catch them. That's cool. Weird. And and I just discovered that there are 26 different types of Pokeballs. And I'm like, I didn't know this. I, now I feel old. That was the thing that made me feel old. And I'm thinking in my, in my day, <laughs> in my day, we had to go to the safari zone in our bare feet, walk uphill. Wow. And use a safari ball. We have five Pokeballs. Mm-hmm. 26. Where did those other 21 come from? Same place all the Mother Power Rangers came from. Shoot. Where is that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, if you, if you want to spend some time with a curmudgeon who's complaining about 26. 26? Uh, 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 they got 26 of the, the, uh, the Pokeballs. Nah, see, now y'all got it wrong. See, that's the problem because y'all don't know how to appreciate what you got. They yeah. always want more. You want more. You always want more all the time. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Why they always got to put more on? You had five. Be thankful. This is, look, I'm, speaking of being thankful, this is the thing that I complain about. So, yeah, world, internet, listeners, Octavius, I'm thankful that this is the thing that I complain about. 26 Pokeballs. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag 26 Pokeballs. All right. You can find me on the internet, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all the same thing, at Octavius A. Newman, O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. Hit me up there. Mm-hmm. Keep giving us five stars and positive comments. Keep sharing this with other people, you know, so that we can build up our listenership, build up the community, and do cool things. 
Hopefully we can see you guys at New York Comic Con in October. Keep your eyes open for those tickets because I can imagine they're going to be going on sale pretty soon. Yeah. Um, use hashtag AskCBJ to ask us questions for next week. And we love you guys. We yes, appreciate we it. And we'll uh, talk to y'all on the next John. Like, what is a luxury ball even? I don't even know what that is. Uh, way to leave this thing off on a positive note. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. That's it. Until next Thursday. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>